0: Hey, welcome to a special bonus segment of Keeper Chat, a Quick and Dirty. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And these Q&Ds are an opportunity for us to answer some of the questions we receive from all of you. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, we're going to get Quick and Dirty. Quick and Dirty. (laughs) This, I hope this works. We've been having trouble. (laughs) Everyone knows. All we ever do is have trouble. That's it. We're tech geniuses. Anyways. This week, we're going to be talking about a question we received from Avery. Thank you for sending that in. They're asking a few different questions, kind of about the same subject. Now, first, they're asking uh, what made us choose the animals that we work with, or if it was one of those awesome animals chose me moments. They're also looking to know if this knowledge that we gained was something we gathered through more gradual experiences, like through internships and volunteering, or if we were just like kind of thrown in and we figured it out on our own, or um oh no wait no that's it for all of that (laughs) they also ask another question um how to get as much experience with the animal group that you want to work with as possible they're asking would you try to work with many different types of animals and keep your options open or do you want to like hone in and only accept those positions with your specified animal of choice so a lot to unpack there uh let's go ahead and start with the how or what made us choose the animals that we work with yes so
1: I work with birds now. Yeah, you do. And I've been a zookeeper for like five, six paid years, six paid, and maybe five. No, it's six. Okay, it's six. Yeah. yeah, Uh And I never, ever was like, I'm gonna work with birds ever. Yeah. Ever. Yep. Yep. Ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, so mine, I did not choose. I even actively, I had an opportunity to like work with penguins, and I was like, I'm have zero interest. I will do anything but. And then I did something else. <laughs> Thank you, next. And then now I'm like, oh, I should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that thinking? Oh fuck. Um. So yeah, mine, I was like, I thought I wanted to do big cats, and then I thought I wanted to be a marine mammal trainer. And then I got thrown into African hoofstock, and then I got thrown into birds, and then I, penguins, and then I fell in love with penguins. So, you know, I did love all the animals I did work with. There were some species that I took to more than others. Like, I loved hippos and pygmy hippos. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I loved big birds. I loved mirabou
0: stork. Yeah, you worked with, like, a really eclectic bunch. I did. I had primates in there.
1: There's All fucking, over the place. like, aquatic shit. I know. Um... So, I don't know. I think even if you have your heart set on an animal, it's it's important to get that different experience because I think mm-hmm. you might be surprised um, by certain animals
0: like I was. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, mine- well, I think a lot of people enter the choice. industry, like, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a lot of people, I think, enter the industry being like, I want to work with big cats. I want to be a marine mammal trainer. Yeah. And, like, there's nothing wrong with that, but- Odds are the majority of those people don't do those things. They, like, found something they liked even better. So Mm
1: -hmm.
0: if you're not willing to open yourself up to different experiences, then you're likely going to miss out on something. And, hey, maybe you do find out that, like, you hate working with birds and, like, marine mammals were your passion all along. That's great. But then you're never, like, missing out on a cool opportunity. Plus, I guarantee that even if you work a string or you do an internship or something that's, like, not – with animals that you have any interest in, you're probably still gonna like learn something cool or like, oh, yeah meet some cool keepers or like make some cool memories or like fall in love with this like one weird individual animal and that'll be that.
1: Because so. all experience is like applicable. It doesn't matter what animal you're working with. Yeah, totally. So it's all like beneficial experience. hmm Um I mean I think once I did work with penguins and then I decided that's what I wanted to do and then I was like seeking out facilities that had positions that were just penguins like then obviously my like penguin specific experience was more beneficial
0: um
1: but there was still like training experience that I did with like hoofstock and other birds and stuff like that that still like applied so um yeah I think sometimes it kind of surprises you most bird nerds like a lot of them weren't born into the bird life (laughs) like the bird life chose them (laughs) Exactly. Um, so I think I think it's, yeah, you'd be surprised. And, and like, tigers are awesome. Like, I worked with tigers for a while, and they're cool, and, like, you can, like, boop them from the outside, but, like, I can pick up and boop and, like, kiss a penguin, and, like, you can't do that with, like, a whole lot of
0: stuff. <laughs> I mean, you physically can, but morally should you? Right. Like, I can just, like, <laughs> pick up this little football and, like,
1: carry it around, and yeah. it's, like, I love this, and I'm, like, I love this.
0: Yeah, it's mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm.
1: And then of course yeah. like they bite the shit out of me later. But yeah, it's just like penguins. So it's mutually beneficial.
0: <laughs> yeah, so what I mean, was I, your I,
1: what was your journey?
0: Mine was a little more direct. I knew that I wanted to work with carnivores, and so my first animal care internship was with carnivores, but I like my first like animal internship was doing like behavioral research with primates. Mm. So like I was always split between, like, cats and primates. Like, I always really liked both of them. And then I kind of, once I had that animal care internship, I got another one that was also with, like, at that same facility with other cats that were there. So it was just sort of, like, I was starting to, like, pigeonhole myself a little bit. Um, But I loved it. And then I ended up getting hired at sort of, like, a mixed species area where it had, like, primates and birds and reptiles and, like, all sorts of stuff. And that was really cool because I got to learn a lot about a lot of different animals, which I never would. And honestly, I still hearken back to, like, the information that I learned there. When people ask me, like, random ass questions in the zoo, when I'm, like, hoofing it to, like, the pizza shack for lunch, someone's <laughs> like, do you know how many eggs a whatever lays? And I'm like, actually, I don't. But I used to work with a bird that laid an egg, and, like, maybe this is applicable. <laughs> yes. Just kidding. But no, my point is, like, you learn stuff that, like, stick with you, and you can, like, pull that out of your butt if you ever need it. Um But then I ended up getting a position where I worked with carnivores again, more like specialized with that. And then I had the opportunity to work with tigers and great apes. And I never really had interest in great apes. Like I always preferred like monkeys or anything or like gibbons. Um, and yeah, so anyways, I worked with them and I ended up loving it. So my next position I applied for, I kind of was at a crossroads. Like I had the opportunity to apply for a carnivore only position or a ape only a position and I kind of had to weigh those two options and I decided I wanted to go with the apes Mm -hmm. and my interview um you know that was a question that they asked they're like we noticed that you don't have a lot of like great ape experience because at that point I think I had like a couple years of it but it was also on a mixed strain it wasn't primary and so they're like what can you bring to the table from your other experiences so just like you said there's a lot you can take from working with other animals and because I had spent all those years working with carnivores. Like, I had a lot of the kind of safety intuitiveness built into my routine already, so Mm -hmm. I talked a lot about that and how important safety is and, like, training safety and public safety and, like, shifting safety and how important, um, you know, it is, like, administering medication and all that stuff that, like, applies to every species, but... Just kind of talking about like mesh protocols and stuff. So I was able to explain to them how important that stuff was to me and then I appreciated that I would need to bring it to this new position. So it's right. kind of able to take what I had and make it work for me even though I wasn't necessarily the one with the most experience in the applicant pool. Um, so yeah, so now I work with Great Apes and I love it and I never thought I would. Um, and just like you, that's not to say that I like miss working with like the cats and stuff that I used to and I mm-hmm. always will love like seeing them and learning about them but for me it just became something that I became more focused in on for right. like my own reasons so you know every animal has its like pluses and minuses and you're gonna find those people that are like super passionate about it and I'm fortunately part of a really great team that's really passionate about the animals we work with so I think that really helps too yeah um but yeah I mean that's not to say that I'll like end up doing this forever or that I might not Change species down the road or whatever. Or I might. I might stay with this species yeah. for the rest of my career. Who knows? Because I do um, think
1: like mixed strings are pretty common.
0: Yes. Yeah, they are. Actually, they're really common. <laughs> so, like, sometimes it's just
1: divvied up by like the areas of the zoo. And most of the time yes. the zoo is like regional based, not necessarily like here's a like pile of mammals. Here's like their mm-hmm. reptile house. I mean, sometimes it is, but a lot of the times you're going into. Asia and Africa and things like yeah. that. So then the areas are kind of broken up that way. So mm-hmm. I definitely think all areas, as much experience as you get doing anything is helpful. Um, but Avery says too, like she falls in love with all the animals and she's like obsessed with all of them. <laughs> yes. I think that's great too, because you run into some keepers who are like, Oh, like education animals. Like I would never oh, yeah, take care of a hedgehog or like, ew, you work in the zoo farm. Like, fuck those, like, high and mighty zookeepers. Like, all the animals deserve the same amount of care and respect, regardless of whether or not they fit in a tiny little, well, not tiny, but a smaller (laughs) tank, or if they're in, like, a huge habitat, or if they live for, like, like... two weeks, or they live for, like, 50 years. Like, they all deserve, like, all of our love and respect and attention, and all of their care is equally as important, whether or not they're a domesticated animal or not.
0: That's exactly what I was going to say, is, like, whether or not they're domestic or exotic. Sometimes you get that, like, gross clickiness and that – who's got time for that? Yeah, so I think
1: it's awesome that you do fall in love with all the animals that you work with because in the end that's going to make you more flexible and a happier person because if there is, like, an animal on a string that you've never worked with before, chances are you're going to fucking love it because you love everything, and that's amazing. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And, like, maybe – I like, I personally think that considering – just from what you've told us in this question, like, you are probably a better fit, at least this point in your career, for a mixed string, because you could continue learning about that stuff and, like, continue geeking out about cool animals. Yeah. Um, but I think the fact, like you said, that you're so enthusiastic about every animal you work with is going to set you up for success down the road. So you're just going to, like, devote that passion into whatever you're focused in on. So yeah. It's a really great quality to have, and it's something I, like, always encourage all of our interns to put forth. Right. Right. And that's cool, too, like, if your
1: facility has the option, like, if you are an intern or if you're a staff member to kind of, like, shadow other areas of the zoo, like, you might see something that you're like, whoa, that was, like, so fucking cool. Like, I'm very interested in that. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I know, like, a lot of times in some zoos, like, the... Interdepartment like shifting is like pretty common like they don't necessarily want to like leave the zoo but maybe they started in an area and then they like realize oh i think i'm like better suited for that area and then they just like pop yeah. on over
0: i know my zoo does that in one of our departments they like rotate them between their own separate little areas every like six months or something nice um it gives you the chance to learn new stuff and yeah it's really cool plus it helps out a bunch if someone's ever sick <laughs> then you could like fill in yeah um yeah i think I don't know. I think there's a lot that goes into it. I I personally love mixed strings because there's such a mix of things to your day. Like, it's just not quite as routine. And I right. know a lot of people really, like, respond well to that routine. But sometimes if you're, like, working with an animal and you're – say you've, like, hit a wall in training or this animal is, like, aggressive towards you or you're just, like, frustrated scrubbing bird poop off rocks every day or, like, whatever it is – sometimes having another species entirely as part of your day can just, like, be a breath of fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I'm done dealing with this tiger who's just, like, not having it. I'm going to go work with this, like, giraffe or whatever. Like, it just gives you – it gives you a nice break from your day and a break from your routine. Um, so I personally think mixed-species routines are, like, super fun. They can be chaotic for sure, and sometimes you can feel like you don't quite have your footing, but they also in- inject a little bit more unpredictability in your day. Mm-hmm. like. Obviously, we need more than that, (laughs) right? (laughs) We don't have enough of that. Um, But there is a nice, like, security knowing that if you work the same routine every day and you work the same animals, that you have that foundation built and you can kind of, like, make progress a lot faster. So there are pluses and minuses to both things. But, I mean, I've worked mixed and primary routines, and I like them both. Just depends. Um, And it sounds like Avery is really interested in... Anything that comes their way. Mm -hmm. So that's a really good attitude to have. Yeah. (laughs) And honestly, having that attitude and expressing that is going to be more likely to get you a position anyways. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, especially if, like, you're working a string who no one else is really excited about, but you're, like, really pumped. Like, that person's probably going to be more inclined to hire you or recommend you for another open position across the zoo, as opposed to someone who's, like, working a carnivore string and they want to be working, like, a hoofstock string. Right. And they're really shitty about it. They're probably not going to get either position, so... And I think one thing to note too though, which I've seen people do, is like, you know, you
1: can have your preferences and you can love stuff, but definitely don't maybe you can keep some things to yourself also. <laughs> so oh, like yes, if you're in yes. a zoo and you're like trying to move over to like a different string or something and you're like, I really want to be in carnivores, I really want to be in carnivores and like maybe you're in zoo farm and like a uh, position opens up in like I don't know, small mammals. And you, mm-hmm. like, interview for that, but everybody knows you want to be in carnivores. Like, they're probably less inclined to, like, take you in yes. small mammals because they've heard yes. you say a thousand times that you want carnivores and you're going to leave them. So yep. there's there's some things you can keep to yourself, too.
0: Oh, totally. I so think that's very like Don't smart. go cray-cray. <laughs> like, it's still an <laughs> no, employer no, no, no. that you work
1: for. They're not your best friend. They're your employer.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah, you can be excited about things and you can, like, want to work with them and have that be, like, your dream, but maybe just don't make it the one thing that people know about you. (laughs) Right. Because that might, like, pigeonhole you for sure. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, I think that probably leads well into the next question. Um, They're asking from there, would you say it's better to try to get as much experience with the animal group you want to work with as possible or continue trying to work with many different types to keep your options open? Um, We've already answered it a little bit, but, like, I guess more directly, I think it's a good idea to try to keep your options open yes until personally. you're until
1: you're like i will ride or die by this animal
0: yes yes agreed and i think especially if you're on the stage of like internships or you're volunteering or even like a fairly green keeper it's right. still a good idea not to pigeonhole yourself um because you never know like it took you what like four years three or four years before you decided that you really wanted to work with penguins right? yeah like four years
1: paid i mean that's something I mean, including like a year and a half of fucking just like dicking around as an intern exactly <laughs> with my thumb up my butt not knowing what i want yep. to work with not doing anything it's just terrible just like, intern wow this
0: is great but i don't know what's going love on this. <laughs> yeah what, what's that over there um yeah no i mean i think i think it just takes time and you know it might just take feeling out a lot of different things so and definitely like getting that other experience is gonna maybe like draw
1: your love and like show you, like, oh, I do really love that other animal because I've worked other stuff and I'm, like, finding, like, I don't enjoy it as much. Like, I worked with large African hoofstock and, like, big mixed hoofstock species habitats And, like, they're cool, but they're scared of everything. They always break their legs, and they shit too fucking much. And that just ain't for me. Like, I'm done. (laughs) I did it for years, (laughs) and I'm over it. And I always told myself, like, I will never work with a zebra again. I've worked with so many goddamn zebra, and they're so fucking ridiculous, and I'm over it. And, yeah, they're great. I love them. I want to look at them. I love people who love them. I just don't want to pick up all of their big shit. It smells real bad, and I'm not about it. Yeah, but I wouldn't have known that unless I worked with zebra for like four fucking years.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I used to work with river otters and I loved it. They're amazing and they're like the cutest, most charismatic animals ever. But I hated the aquatic aspect of like managing their water filtration oh, it's and everything garbage. with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, that's not for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, it really gives you a chance to figure out all those things and like maybe you love like like working with birds but you hate working in like an aviary so maybe you're better suited for like exhibits or like you know large birds or like whatever right. so it's just it helps you hone in on those experiences and like you said pick out the stuff that you hate yeah <laughs> that's really helpful to know too yes or like maybe like the smell of bear shit makes you throw up so like maybe it bears happens. aren't really a good option for you <laughs> because it's pretty smelly <laughs> yeah yeah So I think until
1: you're 100% dead set. Like, now I know I'll never work with anything Mm -hmm. but penguins ever again.
0: Oh, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah. So I think until you're, like, ready to rule out everything else, like, don't Mm -hmm. go out of your way to get, like, kind of limiting
0: positions, I guess. Yeah, I agree. I think as long as you're open to moving around and, like, Trying out new facilities and trying yeah, new positions. Go yeah, like, live where you go for it. live.
1: Fucking go yeah. off.
0: Who cares? Yeah. And, like, don't, like, it's especially since it sounds like you're interested in everything, like, don't let that narrow down your field. Let other things narrow down your field. Like, <laughs> your price point or right. your willingness to move across the country yes. or whatever. Um, and that yeah. should serve you pretty because well. Because now
1: that, like, I only want to work with penguins, that has mm-hmm. narrowed my job opportunities down to, like, you know, a handful of things, as opposed to like the
0: entirety of the Aza job board. Oh, absolutely. See what I'm yeah. Saying? If See what I I'm if I wanted to move positions right now, I couldn't. <laughs> there are any positions open for what I currently work in. Yeah. And especially since I too now have like those extra qualifiers of like where I'd like to live and like mm-hmm. how much money I want to spend and stuff like that. Like right now, there's nothing. There's zero. So if I wanted to leave my job, I don't have a backup. Right. Like, I'd have to wait. For years and years and years until someone eventually left a position that I wanted to take up. So, it does limit you quite a bit. So, I would recommend not doing that, like we said, until you've, like, definitely figured out what it is you want to do. There's just no point. (laughs) There's just no point. There's just no point to it. Maybe you'll just love, like, working with all these, like, little frogs and, like, that's your jam. And Uh you can just, like, work with little frogs and then when that's done you have an opportunity to like work with a bunch of like llamas and you like love working with llamas and that's super rad and then afterwards you work with like 10 ostriches and that's like also super Fuck, rad I, love ostrich. <laughs> I know they're very strange and they're all wonderful so yeah keep on keep it on um but no thank you for sending that question in. it was really good or uh, set questions i should say and it's something that i know you and i have both asked ourselves and each other right like when we've gone along that path so hopefully it will help some of you yeah. as you consider your options too but the best part is like
1: if you're in the job and you're like you're like in it mm-hmm. then you can be picky for sure
0: yeah absolutely but like
1: don't set yourself up to be picky before you're like in it yeah that just that dog don't hunt
0: <laughs> no it doesn't <laughs> and like we said before it sometimes comes off as like arrogance so yeah don't do that We've all met that
1: one guy. He sucks.
0: Yeah, he's the worst.
1: No one likes talking to him.
0: He's like, when are we going to get back to the bears? And it's like, can you you calm down? Calm down. (laughs) This person over here is like holding 12 snakes and you are just like being such a little sourpuss about it. (laughs) (laughs) Be cool, man. Can you hold at least one snake? No, you can't because all you're thinking about are bears. Like, calm down. Ridiculous. Uh, On a side note, I don't understand. Like, this was a great question because, like I said, we've all kind of had it and we've discussed it, yeah. but I don't understand why all of this is such a big goddamn secret in this industry. <laughs> why is all of this under wraps? No one ever talks about this. Like,
1: any, <laughs> like, like, any like anything? Like Just like anything?
0: Like anything. Like how to get hired. Like how to look good on your resume. Like how to right. transform your experiences into manageable like job material. Like because And it's also competitive that everyone's like, it's my secret.
1: It's know, like back in it's... the day when like zoos didn't even communicate, they're all just like, "Well, I bred an animal. Mm, go fuck yourself. You'll never know how I did it." And then exactly. they finally realized like working it. together makes you stronger. Like if we unionize as zookeepers, can you imagine? I would no. be able to buy clothes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would. Can be you knew. imagine all the time, except for when I'm at work? Uh, yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. But I mean, I instead, we're all. Just, I think like, it's like the same suffering. <laughs> Well, I just think it's, like, the same rationale as, like, people don't, like, discuss their wages and they don't discuss, like, their, like, reviews and stuff at work. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, all of this stuff is helpful for younger keepers, for older keepers, for, like, middle keepers. Like, everyone. Aspiring keepers. Like, all of this is good to know because you don't want to enter into a career field that you find out eight years down the road that you're not going to make any money in, you're not happy with. And you're, like, stuck in agree with animals and people that you hate. Like, that sucks. And I still think it's, like,
1: glorified... I don't know. It's weird. It's weirdly glorified zookeeping because on one side, you get people who are like, this is where you end up if you don't go to college. And then on the other side, it's like, whoa, like they work with bears. Like that seems unobtainable. So it's like, is it a good job or not?
0: I can't. I'm getting mixed. Is it a punishment or a reward? I'm getting mixed. I (laughs) decide. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Nothing makes sense. So anywho, that was a great question is my point is like. thank you for writing in and hopefully we can answer more of those in the future so if you guys have any questions pertaining to that whole process or internships or how to not be a turd or whatever yeah (laughs) write in we're always trying to get you guys hired like but (laughs) Uh, okay and that's the other thing is like yes this career field is competitive but there are plenty of positions i don't know of any department in the entire universe in zoos, that's full staff. All, like all the time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that never happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. If I've worked one full week where my department has been full staffed in my entire year. Oh, in a year. year. <laughs> my entire year happened. of zookeeping. My entire career of zookeeping.
1: No. I would be lying. Impossible. Like, it's impossible. it doesn't happen. I know. But do you remember when I posted, like, all those interview questions? Like, has anyone ever posted,
0: like, a hit their, like, collective interview questions before? No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And everyone's, like, whenever someone's, like, can you look at my resume? The other person's, like, well, no. They're, like, like mm, PM me. I worked. Mm. I worked really hard on mine. It's, like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so to answer my question, but like, what
1: if we all built each other up and we all like asked for more money and in interviews?
0: Like, what if? What if? Well, I think we would ensure that like we have the best candidates too, and it doesn't come down to like some other turd shitty burger. things that don't matter, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know plenty of people who got hired that suck, and they've got terrible <laughs> attitudes, and they're like shitty to everyone I know around them. Plenty of terrible people. I am one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Me included. I it's just me, I'm the first one on that list. But you are the second. Fuck. Um we're second. But that. seriously. Like I don't I don't get that. So I don't know. I just think like hopefully people can use this as a resource in like our other episodes and our other like things that we've posted as a resource for this and just again, build each other up. Don't yes. be shitty. Try to get like everyone to the same level. Like I just think I get this weird feeling, like it's like a foot race where those people that for whatever reason have a leg up whether it's like internships or education mm. or money or like connections or whatever have like taken off running and then everyone else is like scrambling like oh what do i do and then the people up front are like screw you i'm not telling you and then just like go on their way and it's like why though can you imagine like isn't isn't our entire purpose of like going into this career field to like make a difference what would and fucking like david Attenborough say if he saw you acting like that He'd trip you. He'd throw a stick in front of you. (laughs) Duh! (laughs) Um, I just don't get it. If it's our whole goal, then, like, put your money where your mouth is and help out those people around you.
1: Yeah. Like, if you good, you good. And you don't need to, like, trip somebody else to make you look better. You should be good on your own, motherfucker.
0: Share the knowledge. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't mean that you have less knowledge. It just means that you're sharing what you know. Yes. Ugh, that's stupid. It's not like it leaves your fucking brain. Anyways, it that's my brain. my brain. But that's fine. <laughs> Everything I say has left my brain. That's fine. Uh, so, anyways, thank you, Avery, for writing in. Yay. You had some really great questions. It was. Um, and that's pretty it. That's much all we fucking it. have. Yeah. That's all we got. So this is a true quick and dirty. It's a nice quick one. I feel dirtier um, afterwards too. than we than <laughs> when we started. I do too. Hmm, yucky. Ooh, woof. But anywho, thank you all for joining us for this week's Quick and Dirty. If you have any questions that you would like us to answer, uh, please feel free to send those in to KeeperChat at gmail.com or you can message us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any of those. Um, If you're a patron, you're also welcome to message us on Discord or on our Patreon site. Um, Really any avenue that has a messaging option, you can send it our way and we'll get it at some point. Uh, We do keep a... We do keep track of every quick and dirty that we receive, uh, so we do still have some hanging out there in the bank. We're in there. That we're, we're going to be addressing at vault. some point. Yes, yeah, so if you sent one in and you haven't heard it answered yet, hang tight. We we will get to it. It's just some of them take a lot more research than others, and we want to do it justice, so that's where we're at. Word. <laughs> it's a little bit easier to talk about our personal experiences than it is to look up facts. You guys know this. <laughs> you know. Be kind to us. We don't even have pants. Um. (laughs) But that's it. Anything else you have to add? No. Bye. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Have a great day. Bye. (laughs) Peace out.